Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from day nine of the Nagoya Basho in Japan. It's hot in Nagoya and the sumo today equally as hot. It was really, really great. What a fantastic day of sumo. I'm not just saying that because it is the Monday of the second week. How does it get to that so well, quickly? We always say it. And I tell you what. A day of sumo that gets you out of that Monday slump. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, the excitement of Nakabe, a big weekend of sumo, sometimes Mondays can be a little bit low energy. Yeah, you're just like, okay, that was fine. That was great. Tonight we were like, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) So much screaming for a Monday in Nagoya as they wrapped up Makuchi. It was 35 degrees Celsius. Uh, It's 99 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, tomorrow is going to be... A top of 38 degrees Goodness Celsius, me. which is probably 103, 104 Fahrenheit. Hot day indeed. Now, we've been lucky enough to have friend of the podcast, Ben, or I should say Dr. Ben Marshman, uh, who has been in attendance at Dolphins Arena. Over to you, Ben. Well, apologies, Sumo Manichi fans. After a massive day eight, I did miss the submission cutoff with the Sumo Mainichi editorial department as I'm still on a high. So hopefully this one slides into the day nine report. So we'll just simply call this the sitting ringside in Nagoya, a sumo fairy tale report. Um, Today I was lucky enough to find my ass on a cushion on the west side for day eight and I will be posting a how to get a ringside seat for foreign fans piece on the Sumo 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 Facebook page in the coming week. So if you want to live that dream, um, you can, as long as you've got some slightly deep pockets. Look, um, today the detail and sound that I experienced sitting uh, about five metres from the doyo was unlike anything I've had from any sumo experience previously. Um, I really enjoyed soaking in the lower divisions. Um, and at one point, honestly... I looked across the doyo, met the gaze of Kasinasato. Now he looked at me and I know he was thinking, mate, that is a fine looking sumo Mainichi t-shirt you're wearing. And I gave him the Australian, how you do an eye raise and slight head cock. And he gave me the slightest of nods. And I knew it was going to be a special day. Now from that point forward, the sumo action was great. Uh, later in the day, I did bust out the Hoshoryu towel Uh, And the old guy next to me at that point accepted me as his peer. I think more so because we both had sore asses, shit knees, and we were struggling to sit in a 50 centimeter square box with a tiny cushion. Uh, But at least we both liked Hoshoryu. So after a great day of close-up action, we did finish with Midori Fuji and Kirishima. Uh, Look, it was a great match. Um, I recorded all 2 minutes and 20 seconds of the um, laughable belt fix uh, by the Gyoji, uh, which did finish them with a huge upset, and then the magic happened. Now, I like to think that someone in the box seats off to my left saw the melancholic look in my eyes and thought, that poor Western man needs his sumo dreams to be completed, and she threw her cushion. And then more people threw their cushions, and at that moment, my fingers reached for the soft purple fabric beneath my ass, and I looked to my new senior citizen sumo soulmate on my right, And he gave me 
a hell yes nod, and I hurled that Zabatan onto the doyo and my sumo fairy tale was complete, and my ageing soulmate gave me a fist bump and a nod, and he shuffled off down the Hanamichi, leaving me to absorb an awesome day of sumo while I watched the bow twirling ceremony. So thank you, Nagoya. Thank you for making sumo dreams come true. This is Ben reporting from Nagoya. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> now, I don't think we ever told Ben that he could put a little musical soundtrack underneath. <laughs> that is taking liberties, that is. Uh, have we run this past the editorial team? Oh, I mean, great song. Great song choice. Great song. Obviously being played off a laptop in the background. <laughs> His family's like, what are you doing? He's just like, I just need to pull Electric Dreams up on the other laptop. Can I borrow someone's laptop, please? Oh, Ben, thank you so much. And I mean, day eight, it was a very, very big day of sumo. To experience that, I'm, I'm very, very jealous. You've now heard the sound of a man having the best day of yeah. his life on this podcast. Yeah, well, you hear that from me every day. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Ben, for sharing that with us. What an experience. We're going to move on to the sumo now, I think, the day nine sumo, and I'm going to kick us off with Hakuoho up against Daishoho. And Hakuoho, he treated himself here to a little henker. I what? think this was a, a meat and move. What did you think? No, I mean, this looked like a henker. Even if it wasn't a henker, even if it was a meat and move, there was sideways movement. And I think this might be saying something about the mental state of Hakuoho on day nine. Well, I, I'm not sure he needs to be in this mental state because he's going very, very well. But maybe Daishoho, not in great form, but a big guy with a lot of sumo under his belt. Maybe he just, he was a little intimidated by Well, him. I wondered exactly the same thing, but a very good win for, well, I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself Oh, you can here. get ahead of yourself. Hakuoho, he lost. Daishoho got him up onto the Tuara and bodied him out. So Hakuoho moves to six and three. Daishoho, four and five. Gonoyama and Endo. And it's funny, we're, we're talking about this bout because of Endo. Mm. Mm. It's a very, very weird feeling. Bit of a surprise. Bit of a surprise. Uh, very solid opening from Endo, though. He looked... Picture perfect with these thrusting attacks out of the touchy eye. Uh, certainly stood Gonoyama up and then Endo quickly shifts to the belt. Uh, didn't quite find its mark, but Endo had cleverly moved his weight forward here. He was inside Gonoyama's personal space and was able to take Gonoyama out. Yeah, Endo was looking for that Maimawashi, wasn't he, that he always loves to get. And he didn't, but he was able to adapt so well here. It's such a good look for Endo to not do it straight away. Yeah. Do you know? Like, it's still a weapon there for him. It's still something he can go or to. Or to not get it straight away. He went for it straight away. No, it was opening thrusting attacks. Ah. He was high early, went for it later. Didn't mind that look Clever. at all. Well, it takes him to seven and two. That's well, great for him. It is. I know, seven and two. Wow. Gonoyama, though, he, he's five and four now after five wins in a row at the start. He's now on a lost streak of four. Yes. Now, who are those two? So we had Endo today and the three before that were Miyogiryu yesterday. Yeah, That's a real quality. No, that was, no Miyogiryu's going okay. He's going okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. 
I won't give away what happens with him today. Shauna Naomi before that. Quality. Quality. Hakuoho before that. Quality. Quality. Yeah. Not from what we saw today, but in general, quality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope Gonoyama can dig himself mm. out of this hole. Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise. Uh, Kim Bozan up against Tamawashi next. Kim Bozan, he came forward with purpose. He took Tamawashi to the edge, but he forgot to move his feet with him and he fell as Tamawashi was able to balance up on the edge. It was called for Tamawashi. That's how I saw it. But then Amonui was suddenly called. And it turns out that that wasn't quite the way that that bout had turned out. Well, the uh, vision switcher on NHK knew exactly which camera to cut to because a beautiful close-up of the soft soil outside the Tawara showed a a very deep Mm. divot. It was. And then when we saw the replay, you saw clearly, well, not all that clearly, but you definitely saw Tamawashi's heel slip out. Dip back and over, wasn't it? What Mm. was more clear was that Tamawashi was standing there looking directly at it afterwards. I think he knew. I think he knew. It was like in cricket when you nick the ball to the keeper and you're just like, maybe that hasn't made a very loud noise. Maybe they won't show Snicko after all and I won't be out, but the divot gave him away in the the, uh, clay, as you said, and the decision was overturned. Kim Bozan moves to five and four. I'm going to go ahead and call that a much-needed win for him in his quest for a few more wins to get himself to his kachikoshi. Tamawashi, he was up in that second leader pack, so this takes him another uh, mm. another one off the pace. So he's six and three now. Takiyasu up next against Sadanumi. They've met eight times in the past and Takiyasu has won all eight. I can't believe that stat. I mean, I guess I would have thought, number one, that they would have fought more times than eight. Agreed, yeah. But also that Sunumi would have got, come on, please, at least one. And this is a very important bout for Sunumi because he's coming in on one and seven on the road to Kachikoshi. Takiyasu's opening attacks uh, were good, but was survived by Sadanumi before Sadanumi launched his left hand on the belt of Takiyasu. Now, I wouldn't, I would back Takiyasu in this yeah, situation to put up a fight, but Sadanumi looked strong, he looked determined, and he powered Takiyasu over the bales. Yes. So, uh, poor old Takiyasu now moves to five and four. Now, in an absolute mirror of Gonoyama, won the first five and is now on a four-loss streak. Yeah. Can we evaluate the, the losses maybe okay, in Okay, Sadanumi today. Quality. <laughs> okay. It was. Did it was quality. Did quality? Uh, no, I'm judging them one by one. Okay, okay. Hokuto Fuji. Quality. Big old quality with a capital Q. Nishiki Fuji. Oh, that hesitation. Lower, lower uh, Q quality. Hesitations. <laughs> no, I mean, you probably should have won there, that. Something there, isn't it? Uh, Onosho. Okay, well, let's move on. <laughs> uh, the good news is for Sadanumi, two and seven, he stays on the road. Takiyasu, that's five and four. Hokuto Fuji came up next against Oho. Hokuto Fuji, just powerful this time around. And today he got the Nodawa again straight away. It's been his one of his moves of choice that he's been finding success with. He knocked Oho back with the Nodawa, thrust him backwards. So he uh, staggered away and then was able to advance and fairly easily take him over. Yet another win for Hokuto Fuji. Oh, quality. Looking, quality. Quality. He's looking very, very good. Uh, Hokuto Fuji, that's eight and one. Wow. Kachikoshi. A real feeling 
around this ricochet at the moment. And you can really tell looking at the posters and often homemade posters around the uh, crowd in attendance at Dolphins Arena. They love their Hokkaido Fuji. They really do. And this is his Kachikoshi. And it's his first after one, two, three, four Makakoshi. So his last Kachikoshi was 10 and 5, where he started off with that amazing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 wins. All those white dots blur into one when I tried to count them. Uh, Yeah, so 10 and 5 got one more win. Uh, towards the end where everyone was thinking he was in U-show contention. So he's sort of up there again, isn't he, with this 8-1? and one? I'm sure he doesn't want to be because he hasn't handled yeah. the pressure in the past all that well, but looked fantastic today. No nerves at all. His opponent today, Orho, is on three and six. Uh, we'll just quickly check in on uh, the Takanosho Hokuseho bout. This was all Takanosho. He got his... Uh, Arm under the, what well, should, his um, hand mm. on the neck under the chin of Hokuseho and drove him out after applying the body at the end. We commented this was carbon copy of Tamawashi's win from day seven. It was a perfect scenario of watching the tapes, wasn't it? It was like he'd seen that maybe a, a similar height as well, too, maybe a bit shorter than Tamawashi. I think a bit shorter. But yeah. you could see him reaching up again and using the Norawata the same way that Tamawashi did to thrust Hokuseiho back and then use that split-second opportunity to come in at his body and knock him off balance. It worked again, and he got the bonus of twisting Hokuseiho around <laughs> and getting him out of Kuridashi. So Tamawashi's win was Yorikiri. It's, it's interesting to see this work. I think so. I mean, a, a rikishi who's been winning by standing up straight. And traditionally, that Nodawa attack is to keep your opponent's centre of gravity high. Mm. It's working by making you move backwards, though. Making you move backwards. And also, it really does. I mean, they're strong with their arms. So it really does not double him over. What's it called when you lean backwards and you're sort of over in a, you know, Mm. makes him curve over backwards. It's difficult for him to stand up against. There's no doubt about it. Some people just don't like their throat being touched. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think he might he might have a weak spot there that people are exploiting. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and also Miyagino Oyakata is ex Hakuho is probably trying to get hold of that these tapes and oh. destroy them, throw them in a big bonfire, I reckon. Well, I mean, this is the difference. I mean, in Haku Hakuho's, I nearly said Hakuho. I know. In, now in that's Hakuho- becoming useful what we say. Um it's good that that's becoming default. Um yeah, in Hakuho's heyday, mm. you could track down a cameraman, pull the tape out and smash it on the ground. Oh, yeah. With a hammer? Yes. Oh, hammer. If you had one. Well, hammer, foot, uh, just pulling the reel out. Oh, pulling the reel out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Satisfying. Very theatrical too. I think his methods need, need to catch up to the technology, which is how do you take these tapes off the internet? Magnet. Can you go to the hard drive? The server. Well... What, go to the servers? Mm. No, I mean, as soon as it hits the internet, it's everywhere. Hacking. That's what I'm saying. I think I think that Haya needs a team of cyber criminals <laughs> <laughs> who can remove this kind of content from the internet. It's too easy to get. And we've seen, obviously, we've seen Takanosho here. It's gone on to YouTube or, no, what would it be there? What's the, uh, the Japanese YouTube? I've forgotten the name. 
Anyway, this is easy to get. Anyone can get it. Do you know who needs to do it? Who needs to retrain? Enho. Oh. He needs geez. a second... Second job. Job. Or a trade. While he's recovering from everything. He's sitting on a computer... The best way to recover, though. That's to my fix only question. your neck and your back. Oh, standing desk. Mm, standing desk. Hacking nine to five, doing uh, copyright takedowns. Yep, they yeah. can call in Ishira as yep. well. He'd be smart enough to. Well, I think he's more the guy you send around to the um, oh, office. Standover man. Standover man. Yeah. Yeah. But I tell you what, those two working With in the concert. Magnet. <laughs> That's to get any hard, any hard copies yeah, on, true, a, true. on a small... The microfish. <laughs> All right. What? Where are the we? The microfish. <laughs> Fish. Okay. So, Takanosha with that win. Four and five. Hokuseho. I almost said Hakuoho and Hakuho, but Hokuseho is four and five. I have to say, I really enjoyed the bout between Shodai and Midori Fuji. Wasn't necessarily going to speak about it, but. It was excellent work from both of those. Fun to watch. Grip flips aplenty. Throws. Great movement. Eventually, Short Eye got the win and nearly fell over with relief. He went full <laughs> floppy Short Eye. So much that his legs almost gave out underneath him and from relief. Midori Fuji's proved himself to be a bit of a lightning rod over these last two days. Mm. Just the excitement is around him. It's crackling in the air. And I think he made... What should have been a fairly pedestrian matchup into something very, very exciting. And look, he made short I look good today. <laughs> he did. He did. And he stays on the road. So that is, oh, that's his first day on the road now. He's two and seven. Midori Fuji on the road to Kachikoshi. Short I is three and six. Where's he going to go to from here? Nobody knows. Uh, Nishikigi up next against Whoa. Mitakumi. Nishikigi coming in on seven and one. Mitakumi, the mirror, one and seven on the road to mm. Kachikoshi. Out of the touchy eye was Mitakumi, who was in complete control here. Hands just all up over the belt of Nishikigi. And twice he had Nishikigi mm. in some very, very bad situations, including one time on the bales. Mitakumi, double hand belt grip, but somehow Nishikigi endured. How did he do this? I, I, I don't quite know. We did see the big thighs. I was at going work. to say, oh, yeah, yeah. huge thighs. Yep. He is so strong. And a couple of times we've seen that fail. And, you know, a lot over the last many years we've seen that fail. But at the moment, his thighs are really standing strong. Huge tree trunk of a man at the moment who's so hard to move and so strong to push back. Nishikigi from there, 40s way off the bales, moves Mitakumi across the doyo. Kachikoshi. Kachikoshi. Nishikigi, congratulations, eight and one. But unfortunately, Mitakumi with that loss, one and eight, Makakoshi. Yes, Makakoshi at, he's Magashira one, isn't he? It always goes down at two, two. Magashira two. I had such high hopes for Mitakumi this time around. Yep, yep. Well, with the one win on uh, day seven, I can see why that was. Oh, it was against Kirishima. But, yeah, not able to find any. Not quite enough. <laughs> yeah. And after his last 9-6, which took him from Maegashira 6-2, to two, looks like he'll be dropping way back down again. The other thing I noticed during that bout was uh, that right near the start of it, uh, Mitakumi pulled 
the back of Nishikigi's mawashi and basically untied it. And from then on, I noticed that no one was interested in going near it. Yeah. No one, no shimpan pointed it out. No Gyoji spotted it. Or if he did, he didn't want to do anything about it. I think it was the right call to just let that bout go Absolutely. on after yesterday's shenanigans. Well, we move on to the Sanyaku. The first bout was Kodnawaka versus Tobizaru. And today, again, just such great bouts. Kodnawaka locked up Tobizaru's right arm. He pulled it out once, so huge makakai extracted himself from a difficult situation. But Kodnawaka went straight back in, got that arm again, and tried to throw Tobizaru a number of times with it. Well, he had both arms at one point locked around Tobizaru's arm. And usually at this point, it's like the opponent has to submit. They have to walk mm. themselves out. Tobizaru, though... He yanked he yanked again and he managed to get it out for a second time. I did see him rubbing it afterwards. Oh, really? The shoulder might have been yep, a little yep. bit sore after all of that. But the magic was that not only did he pull his arm out, but he was able to then somehow, as a smaller guy, push the massive Kotnawaka back and over the Tawara. Yeah. This was a great bout. Tobizaru again proves that he can mix it with the Sanyaku with ease doesn't matter how big his opponent is. He goes in thinking he can win. It's that positive attitude that I think got him through a few scary moments here in this bout. Have you said the scores? Both of them, 5-4. 5 and 4. Well, up next, two big pusher thrusters, Abi at Komasubi up against Daesho at Sekiwake. Out of the touchy eye, some honest sumo from Abi. That's right. I'll call it when I see it. And I saw honest sumo today from him. Abi worked away. He was thrusting and accurately hitting the neck over and over of Daesho, but Daesho uh, stood strong. Yeah. Didn't worry him at all. Must no. be an awful feeling. Daesho here dodged an Abi thrust, slips around to the back, and then just uh, marches Abi out the wrong way. Now, you called this one, and I agreed, a Kuridashi. Well, what it- happened? He turned Abi twice, actually, and the final push turned him around. I think he pushed first, sorry, and then Abi, the push turned Abi around. I I can't quite remember how it happened in the end, but it was given Oshidashi. I thought it was a Kuridashi. Yeah, I agree, and I think uh, Daesho here robbed. Yeah. At some point there was a spin. Absolutely. And there was a butt presented. And maybe it's the kind of... Two Okuri Dashis equal an Oshi Dashi. Oh, yeah. In terms of degrees. Daesho, though, mm-hmm. seven and two with that win. Very good stuff. Uh, Abi on four and five. The Hoshoryu, the Sekiwaki Hoshoryu, Hoshoryu Sekiwaki came up next <laughs> against, we call him what you like, came up against uh, Hirodumi and another spirited bout. The more I talk about these bouts, the more I can see the high standard of sumo we were treated to today on day nine. Hirodumi represented really well here. I am going to focus on him for a little bit because he did really well to stay upright after Hoshoryu darted out of the way of one of his thrusts and tried to push him down. He stayed up. He came back at Hoshoryu. He took him almost to the edge, but then he made the mistake of letting Hoshoryu get his leg locked around his own. And then we were treated to one of the longest kakanage that I've seen. This was, I mean, this was amazing. You you had Hoshoryu hooking his leg up 
under Hirudumi's. And obviously Hirudumi with his leg in the air trying to bring his leg back down, evenly matched in strength. It was like an arm wrestle of the legs. It was, exactly. And Hoshoryu, he's trained his whole life for these kind of kakanages, I feel. But Hirudumi just really want to give him props for that... Uh, you know, what he put up at the edge. I completely agree. I think this bout was so good because Hirudumi was so good in it. Mm. He really, really challenged Hoshoryu today. Although there was a moment where I saw a flash of Hakuho. We talk about this name again today. In Hoshoryu, when... Do you remember when Hakuho used to find himself in... He might have had a little bit of a scare mm-hmm. during about... And from there, he would just move faster and be stronger. Oh. I saw that from Hoshoryu today. Like it'd kick in. It'd kick in. Overdrive. Exactly. I thought this was, this had Ozeki Sumo written all mm. over it. And I am here for that. If we're going to see Ozeki Sumo, if he does become Ozeki, this flashy as well. I love oh, that as well. Because sometimes Ozeki Sumo can just be a little bit staid, perhaps, and bit powerful. Safe. Yep. And. If we see that level of sumo, but from someone like Hoshoryu, I can't wait. Hoshoryu, congratulations. Kachikoshi, eight and one. Hirudaumi, uh, three and six. The second last bout of the day was Ura up against Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru. Ura was good out of the touchy eye here because Wakamoto Haru was coming straight out looking for that belt grip. Like you see a lot of rikishi do against Ura, they come forward carefully. But he knew he needed that belt grip to really lock this one up. And here, Wakamoto Haru, he was searching around for that left hand. Eventually, he found it, though, and he hauled Ura over to the bales. One hand on the belt, briefly jammed the right hand under the chin. And then Wakamoto Haru, there's no other word for it. He just dumped Ura over the bales. Yeah, it was absolutely flourish of the day, wasn't it? He then sprung his hand back up and then just went, I have done this move Take it, Ura. It must be very satisfying to beat Ura in this way, to be the one doing the move. Yeah. Not only have you won, have you beaten someone who can be a bit tricksy with you, but you're the one pulling off the cool move. It just had that real, I'm throwing a sack of potatoes in the back of (laughs) the truck vibe about it. Wakamoto Haru now moves to seven and two. Wow. Ura with that loss, four and six. May say for the final bout of the day against Kirishima. I was interested to see what Maysay could do here, especially as their head-to-head record is six and four, Maysay's way. There was a mutter from Kirishima. We know that he's not having a great time of it, maybe just trying to see what's what before the bout begins. And then when it did begin, Maysay had the upper hand, but he, he got Kirishima to the edge, but he couldn't get him over. He wasn't in that right position to hit against the chest and to find that final move. Kirishima tried to move out of the way, throw him past. That didn't work either, but in the process of moving back to the middle, Kirishima felt that momentum shift and was able to throw Meisei down to the ground. This is Kirishima at his best, right? As you said, yes. they're being able to just feel the flow of this bout, mm-hmm. which was mostly Meisei up until this point, I have to say. Yeah, it was just that transition yeah. period, wasn't it? Well, when you say period, it was like one or two sumo seconds, (laughs) (laughs) which Which is a very short, which is a very, very short time. But uh, this was flashy. Well, flashy is the wrong word. It happened in a flash. 
Uh, but very, very clean win for Kirishima. So with that win, Kirishima now is three wins, four losses, and two days off. May say with that loss, four and five. Now this leaderboard is starting to shape up into something very, very interesting. Can you take us through it? Yes. On eight wins, there is Hoshoryu, first of all. Then Nishikigi. He is just hanging on. The Magashira one. Hokuto is he Fuji. just hanging on? Come on let's unpack oh, no, that a little no, bit. No, I didn't give him very much. I know. There, he's I? not hanging on. He's leading the way. I think after that one loss, my yeah, mind went. Yep. Well, that's obviously the end. Like, I've been waiting for this fairy tale to end. That's oh, fine. Oh, you're preparing yourself. Love the it. Eater of Worlds, but, you know, it's yep. probably not going to. And then every day, well, there's been two days since then when he's won, I'm sort of like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. But you're right. He's absolutely up there on the top. He's and, not hanging on. He's there. And he's beaten Hoshoryu already. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Who else has he beaten up in the oh, Sanyaku? He's beaten, every, he's beaten everyone apart from yeah. Kodanawaka. Yeah. And now he's starting to move yeah. his way down the top of Maegashira. We'll find out who he's got tomorrow in a second. Hokuto Fuji is the other person on eight wins at Maegashira 9. And that is just, he's not hanging on. He's just cool. Yeah. Seven wins we have Daesho, Wakamoto Haru, and Endo. Now, can I just quick hanging on check in? Are any of those three hanging on? Uh, I reckon Endo's got a few hanging on vibes there. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably going to win it now. Yeah, I know. Well, he's within striking distance. And on six wins... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna evaluate as I say it now to try and really get. I'll the try feelings. to say it at the same time. Okay, Tamawashi hanging on. Uh, yeah, I think so. Shona Nomi hanging, hanging on. on. Fuji hanging, hanging on. on. Hakuoho absolutely ha- hanging, hanging on. on. Yeah, he's the all king four of hanging there. on. Yep, they're all hanging on. All right, let's have a look at some bouts for tomorrow. Who do we have here? Hoshoryu takes on Kodanawaka. Now, unbelievably, these two have fought. 13 times already. Oh, right. Isn't that crazy? It's a 10-3 record Hoshoryu's way. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look where Nishikigi is. He continues to fight down. Tomorrow he takes on Maegashira 3 Meisei. It's oh. a 3-4 record Meisei's way there. Hokuto Fuji. Got to keep scrolling scroll, down. Scroll, scroll, Scrolling down. He takes on Tamawashi uh, who's at Maegashira 7. Again, a long history between these two. 18 uh, times they've fought each other before, and it's 10-8 Tamawashi's way. So some challenges there for the top pack tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. It is sure to be a great day of Sumo Day 10. We will be up to, and we'll be there with you for it. Sumo Manichi, thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.